This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Well, hello everyone and welcome to It's a Funny Thing with Celine. I'm Celine and I'm so excited that you're here. So today I was um, going to talk about the lessons that you are learning, that the universe is teaching you and being present with the lessons. And um, then I realized that we've got a more important topic to talk about. And our topic for today is silence, is finding the space to experience silence. Because in the silence comes understanding, comes wisdom, um, peace, um, connection, purpose, and and generally speaking, answers. So... (laughs) This is our topic for today. I think this is a especially important topic as we have just been through a incredible weather event, as um, the officials are saying. We have been through a cyclone in, here in Hawke's Bay and it has damaged our confidence and it has damaged um, the things that we have taken for granted. And I don't know about you, but I have found it really difficult to ex- experience uh, peace and silence inside of myself. I have felt um, distress. I have felt anger. I have felt lonely and 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 panicky generally for a few weeks, and it's just sort of calming down now. Uh, three weeks after the event, so first of all, I'd like to say that I really hope that you're okay. Um, support is available to you. There are so many people that are rising. Um, and offering their help most often for free and um, support is here for you and you just need to ask (laughs) isn't that the hard part though so it is a um, a sign of our times that we often run around like headless chickens I don't know about you but This is something that I have to, I often catch myself running around like a headless chicken and feeling more and more stressed. And I was talking to um, somebody at work the other day and she said, you know, I do all of my things and then I rest. (laughs) We know that doesn't work. And I said, yeah, Um, I do the same thing. And I have been working really hard to stop running around like a headless chicken, um, you know, stopping before I get exhausted and you know, exhaustion and tiredness have been a big part of my patterns, I suppose. And I'm sure it is the same for you. So let's talk about um, exhaustion and tiredness, um, why we run around like headless chickens, <laughs> how to recognize when we are running around like, like headless chickens and how to do different, how to start um changing this crazy habit of being a headless chicken. I should call this um, episode <laughs> the headless chicken <laughs> um, or something like that. Anyway, so um, let's start with stress and anxiety and um, well, let's, let's, I want you to think about what it is like for you and how often you feel stress and anxiety throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. 
um, you know, if you're a woman, you're most likely to experience stress and anxiety at certain times of the month, depending on where you're at in your cycle. But also, you know, we, you know, how do you handle stress? when it comes your way and it, it it's often coming your way right there's rarely a moment now when we don't experience stress and most of us feel like my colleague at work you know that we have to run around and work faster and harder and um, generally just drive ourselves crazier so that we can earn ourselves a break so there is a pattern here of worthiness you know feeling that we're not worthy of resting until we have done enough for me, when I dive deep into that pattern, and perhaps it'll be the same for you, but you know, you have to look into it. You might find that you know you have to earn God's love, whether you believe in God or not. You know that um, universal force, whatever your soul, you have to earn something. You have to earn love. You have to earn the right to experience peace. You have to to earn the right to experience abundance, right? And so many of us feel that we have to earn love whatever form it takes, whether it's abundance or peace or clarity, contentment, connection, right? We have to work at our relationships. We have to work at our fitness levels. We have to work at meditating every day. We have to make all of these efforts so that we have a better life. It is um, in itself a um, an empowering pattern because it forces you to move forward in your life and not to be stuck. And I know this because um, for a very long time I held this pattern and it took me over two years now to, well, much longer than that, much, much more longer than, um, than that before, but I've been working on it consciously for two years and I'm slowly starting to break out of it now, which is very exciting. Um, what was I saying? So, you know, we have to earn our right to experience love. Uh, what was I saying after that? And it's a very, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was talking about why that pattern was empowering because it, it forces you to move forward, but it's also disempowering. Can you see where the log logic is flawed? I'm just going to give you a moment to think about it. Where is the log logic flawed? So the pattern is I have to do all of these things before I can rest. I have to, you know, I force myself to eat more vegetables, eat less sugar, to go to the gym so that I am happy with myself. Where is the flaw? Where is the... Why is it a flawed system? Well, for me, what I can see is that there will always be... You know, you're training to mind to be dissatisfied with yourself now until you reach a goal. What's going to happen when you do reach the goal, if you ever do? <laughs> we do have unattainable goals. Um, what's going to happen is that you're going to set another goal and you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to be dissatisfied with myself until I reach that next goal. And so you're pushing that happiness and that contentment um, into the future and you're creating a space of resistance inside of yourself. And I have felt that very deeply inside of myself. So I'm not... Um, I guess I'm preaching to the, to the converted already here. Um, you're creating a space of resistance and um, the word is discontinuity, but also um, disconnect uh, within yourself. You're saying, you know, you're not good enough now, but you will be once you reach that goal. But your mind is not trained to um, change its mind once you have reached a goal. 
right? You know, you hear about, you know, people who have made it in business, who have made it in, in life, generally speaking, and they're still not happy. Because they have trained their mind to look towards the future. And they have trained the and they have trained their mind themselves to deny the, um, their right to be happy now. And it is a, um, I, want, I don't want to say that it's a difficult um, pattern to break, because it isn't. But, and you do have to recognize that it's a pattern inside of you that, do, that you want to break, but it's a, a, a pattern that is pervasive in everything that we do now. It's in everything. It's in your you know, the experiences, all the experiences that you've had now in this life, it's in the experiences that your parents have had in their lives. It's in, um, it's a pattern that we hold as a collective society. And so if you break from that pattern, you know, you break away from society in a sense, and we know that it's safer to do what everybody else is doing, to be a sheep, right? Because there's less danger than that. It's a, it's a very, um, um, what's the word? It's a pattern that we've held for generations and generations as a way of surviving, right? So in that sense, it is a difficult pattern to break, um, but it's a necessary pattern to break. Pa uh, pattern to break if you want to step into who you really are and who you and what you really want to do, right? So I'd like you to take a moment to look into the stress and anxiety that you're feeling in your life on a regular basis and feel into the deeper reason why you're experiencing that stress or why you're forcing to do more, to be more, to have more. Is it, I mean, for many women, the, for many women, the answer straight away will be, I feel unsupported and nobody's helping me and blah, 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 blah. I don't want you go, I don't want you to go down into that victim mindset. I just want you to go a little bit deeper. What is the deeper reason? I feel unsupported. Yes. And... What do you, what do you, what do you, um, what are you seeking to earn? What are you seeking to gain from running around like a headless chicken? If you knew that you were safe, if you knew that you were held, if you knew that you were loved unconditionally, would you still behave in this way? Probably not. So where's the lack of love in your life? Where does it stem from? And why are you holding on to it? And that is the bigger question. You know, and so many of us feel unsupported and we're alone and, you know, nobody's helping us. And, you know, we're always, you know, trying to keep the house tidy and cook everybody as some nice, healthy dinner. And we're trying to take care of everyone. And just the other day, you know, I was, um, um, I was at work at a meeting and I spoke to my big boss afterwards. Well, he spoke to me. I was trying to... <laughs> trying to run away anyway so he spoke to me and he said Celine you know you have to take care of yourself without feeling guilty and we have heard this a million times but I broke down into tears in front of my big boss and I thought yeah there is still something there for me to look at you know why is it that we deny ourselves the right to take care of ourselves and I want you to go beyond all the, the fluffy stuff that we normally talk about. I want, to, I want you to dive into the reason why you are denying um, 
yourself the right to be cherished. And it's not a matter of loss of time. That is just a symptom. That's not the cause. It's not that your husband is useless. That's a symptom. That's not the cause. (laughs) It's not that you have young children. Again, that's the symptom and not the cause. I want you to look for the cause. And if you're if you're finding it difficult to find the cause, I will happily dig into your belief systems with you, and let's get to the bottom of it together. So anyway, so that's something for you to think about. You know, why are you a headless chicken? <laughs> now, a part of us knows that um, there is no use running faster and doing more and you know going harder at it <laughs> that we're never going to get anywhere with this sort of mindset but if you've been in that mindset for a long time and i will um wager that you have you know experienced some sort of headless chicken mindset for most of your life as soon as you started to become an adult you know, you lost that innocence, you, you know, had exams and you had expectations and you had dreams and, you know, you started to want things and then you started to run around like a headless chicken. I can remember, I can remember the shift from childhood to, um, into adulthood for me. And it was very clear. I remember when I was a child, I was looking at adults and it's so funny to say it now, but I just, I just saw that adults had problems and um, concerns and I thought if I want to be an adult and I really wanted to grow up I you know I was the youngest in my class and some of the kids were three four years older than me and when you're a child that's a huge difference and I thought oh I want to I want to grow up and I want to be like those adults I want to be an adult now so surely um, that means that I should have a list of problems so I created some problems for myself and there we go then I was an adult (laughs) So I wrote down a list of problems that I had. And I I remember very consciously that I I had to think really hard about problems that I had. But then I had shifted my mind. I had created a pattern inside of my brain that said, look for problems, then you will grow up. Um, So yeah, it's um, it's funny how the the mind works. Um... So we know that there's no use in running around like a headless chicken. There's no use in creating um, a list of problems for you to make yourself feel better and more adult like I did. Um, So what do we do? It's not about, I mean, it is definitely about working smarter, but not in this conversation. What is the answer? Well, the answer to me is to pause and do absolutely nothing at all. So um, most of you will know that um, I had a business called My Dawning Light for six years and I was running around like a, like a headless chicken and I was teaching self-love and I was teaching peace and meditation and yet I was burning out. And so eventually it came to a stage where it just, it really wasn't sustainable anymore. I wasn't making enough money to to justify all the work that I was doing. And, um, I think the, I think that God, the universe really had to bring me down on my knees to force me to stop. And so this 
episode really is an invitation for you to stop before the universe has to bring you on your knees. Um, because it was the hardest lesson that I ever, ever had to learn. So the answer for me has been to pause and do nothing. So for two years, I did nothing at all in my business. I did no amount, I did zero amount of um, work on myself. I did no work whatsoever on my limiting beliefs. The only thing I kept doing is that I meditated for 40 minutes in the morning before going to work. I did nothing else. No journaling, no rituals, no courses, no retreats, no... I barely did any yoga because I thought it was too intense and it brought up too much stuff. I did nothing. I thought, you know, fine. You know, my um, business has collapsed, then fudge you. I'm not going to do anything about this. If this is meant for me, then it will come my way again. But I will never work hard for it again. Never again. And so I stopped. And I realized just how much time I had. And so, you know, I, I found myself in a nice job and I wasn't working. I mean, it was it was tiring, but I wasn't working 40 hours a week. It was more around, you know, 25, 30, 35. And, um, and then I would go home and I would, you know, cook something nice. So I would have a nap or and we got ourselves a cat and then we got ourselves a second cat. And I went for walks at nighttime with my husband. I, and I went for horse rides and I started to do pottery again and I I spent a lot of time reading and I started to do all the things that I enjoyed doing like knitting and that I never had time for before because I was running around like a headless chicken and I stopped all of my efforts and I was angry oh man I was angry I was very angry I was angry at myself for you know, being so silly and stupid and um, persevering, you know, for something that clearly wasn't working. I was angry at God. I was angry at people. I was angry at, you know, people who were more successful than me. I was angry at my husband. (laughs) Um, I'll just close the door. Give me a second. But I forced myself to stop. And eventually I, you know, recovered from exhaustion and fatigue. And, you know, I stopped having headaches and I started to cook healthy things and, you know, sugar-free desserts for myself once again. And I started to regain my strength. And I spent a lot of time just feeling those feelings of anger and loneliness and disconnection and and poverty and, and all these things that were coming up that I had never had. Um, I never had the time to deal with them when I had the business because I was always running around like a, <laughs> like a headless chicken. And because I forced myself to stop, I forced myself to be present with those feelings and I forced myself to... To, I, was forced, I was forced to face who I was, you know, the worst parts of me. And I was forced to give up on all of my efforts. And in that space of silence came 
the answers. You know, often we pray to God, the universe, for answers and we, you know, do these meditations and clearings very much in a in a space of despair because we want more money, we want more time, we want a better marriage, we want a better body, we want better clothes, we want a better house, and we feel despair at our situation, and so we cry to God because we feel so deeply unhappy. And we feel that God doesn't hear us, right? And we feel that uh, we are all alone and we have to do more faster (laughs) we have to be stronger we have to keep going and it is a sign of our times you know we we celebrate the stories of people who have kept going no matter what you know we see the, the stories online of teachers and coaches and healers and whatever who you know kept at it until they were successful And all you need to do was to keep going, right? Well, I would like to offer you a different approach because I tried to keep going and it didn't work for me. And there was no peace in that path. There was only destruction. And it sounds a bit dramatic, but it is what it is. (laughs) No, the answers came in silence. And we are afraid of silence. We are so deeply afraid of silence. We're afraid of the answers we're going to get. We're afraid that there is no God in this universe that loves us. We're afraid of facing our shadows. My invitation to you is to experience silence. And you don't need to sit your butt down. You know, your back erect <laughs> for 40 minutes. You know, you can experience silence in a walk in nature. But my invitation to you is to experience silence every day, to make space for silence every day in your life. You know, even if it's just, you know, you know, you know, pulling over on the side of the road and just closing your eyes for five minutes before you get back home after work. Find the space to experience silence. It is the single most important thing that you can do for yourself. Because in the silence, you will find the answers. In the silence, you will find what you're looking for. And it will feel strange. It will feel uncomfortable. But I truly believe that that is the path. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode today. I hope that you are feeling well. If you're not, then this is an invitation to spend to spend quite a bit of time in silence today. If you've been busy helping others digging up mud and silt in their homes or whatever, if you've been participating in our recovery here in Hawke's Bay, this is truly an invitation for you to take a moment. Have a cry if you need to. Have a nap, have a bath, whatever you do, spend some time in silence. So I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very soon.
This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.